What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tia. So, uh, we're going to talk about tribalism, uh, but first, let's cover the shit that matters to the rest of the world, and uh, I want you to compare what social media sites and news like the Daily Wire, uh, Glenn Beck, uh, the Daily Mail, those types of places, what they're covering in their news cycle. We'll do that at the end. Minus what I'm about to share with you. And because I want to cover mostly the tribalism angle, because that's the main title for this particular episode, I'm going to go super fast through the articles. Now, dear tier, if anything I say freaks you out, feel free to stop me and I'll go into more detail. For okay. example, if I say... <laughs> I can't go into more detail of something I haven't actually said yet. Like, if I was to tell you that there was another 7.6 earthquake in Mexico and it caused a desert tsunami in Death Valley, right? You could ask me to explain that. Hold on. So not only is Mexico God's at your sketch, you said a what tsunami? Desert tsunami in Death Valley National Park. A wall of sand and dirt and dust and hellfire just rolling across? No, apparently there's this cave that's got this lake inside of it that's mostly ah. filled with water. And when the earthquake went, when the waves from the earthquake went through 1,500 miles away, it caused four-foot tsunami to flip on all the sides. It was pretty cool. Not as cool as like a sand tsunami. 
have you seen the dust clouds in Arizona this particular monsoon season? <laughs> it literally, literally blocked out the sky over fucking Burning Man. Which is fine. It it, it covered the demon possessions taking place at the event, so nobody could see it or film it. So now we got a bunch of demons running around. But we don't need to talk about that. So let's talk about the uh, news out of Russia right now. So first we have... <laughs> first we have... Stop! I want to know about the giggle. Why did you giggle? About what? The the evil giggle. The evil cackle. Why, why did you give the evil laugh? I don't know what you're talking about. You just did while you were looking up the article. What the fuck? <laughs> Russia is getting ready for a big war. Ah. Fleet and Air Force mobilization in the Baltic call for reserves in Estonia. And uh, the Prime Minister's speech. Let's just put it this way. Uh, well, let me let me click on this particular article so that we I can explain it in... Did I just have... No, okay. So that I can sit here and talk about it. All right. So uh, rapid developments in the Baltic is a series of military movements by Russian forces, states of the region to put their armed forces on high alert. The conscriptions have already began in Kaliningrad and sounded the alarm. The beginning was made a while ago by Estonia as with unusual and rare moves, the country's prime minister addressed the people uh, on the situation with Russia. The Estonian armed forces have been put at high alert. Reservists are being called to report for readiness exercise. Estonia is Russia's main target, especially after the country's agreement with Finland to create a naval exclusion zone against the Russian fleet. Yeah. The Estonia-Finland agreement set the Baltic on fire, really. NATO imprisons, you know, it, it, they basically uh, imprison the Russian fleet with a double naval exclusion zone, right? And so, you know, there's that. But, you know, Finland, the, the the prime minister of Finland, the social media TikTok star who decided, or Instagram? Maybe it's Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It said that she wants to nuke Russia. So, you know, double exercise of the Baltic fleet for protection and a convoy strike, right? So, immediately after the mobilization that was ordered by Putin, the Russian uh, Baltic fleet and the rest of the forces stationed in Kaliningrad were put on alert and began major exercises. In the command and staff exercise of the Baltic fleet, more than 15 ships, the naval aviation participated while the ground forces of the Icelander ballistic system were also activated. Yay! The ships and, all, and air force of the Baltic fleet conducted a large dual exercise, according to the information. All right. Patrol cruiser, I'm not, uh, Yaroslav the Wise, Corvette Stoitsky, and Sobrinsky took part in the exercise to provide convoy in the Baltic Sea. This was followed by exercise with naval strikes, search and rescue exercise, as well as strike exercise by the ships of the Baltic Fleet. Naval Asian aircraft launched a missile attack on a convoy and escort ships in the Baltic Sea. Right? So... After having received data on missile launches from virtual enemy ships and the takeoff aircraft, the air defense systems of the escort ships were put on alert. The electronic warfare systems were activated for camouflage to misinform the enemy. Anyhow, they keep talking. I'm going to skip. Did you okay, say so. virtual ships? Yeah, so remember how we were talking about uh, the... Um, Remember how we were talking about the Bitdefender, the the virtual attacks that are happening in the United States? So imagine doing that at the same time as you pull... Are you old enough to know what the movie War Games was about? Yes. I also like classics, you jackass. Just asking. I know you a youngin. So... Do you remember when they said, would you like to play a game? How about thermonuclear war? So what happened? We're at the stage right now where that technology is real. I mean, it's been real, but now it's like 
What happens if it says this is not virtual? We're creating virtual enemies in the Baltic Sea. So here's a statement by the Prime Minister of Estonia. The mobilization. Oh, wait, it's a girl. Do it. It's Estonia. No, no, it's Estonia. Go back. The voice is. Okay. Back. <laughs> the mobilization announced in Russia did not change the image of the threat to us. Estonia is protected and will remain protected. We can go. We can all go about our daily activities calmly, knowing that Estonia is protected by our own defense forces and our allies in NATO and the European Union. <clears throat> Dear people of Estonia, I am addressing you because the last few days have brought news from the security front, which have raised questions among people. And I believe that in troubled times for the world it is necessary to speak directly about these issues. Russia is holding fake referendums in Ukraine with the aim of annexing occupied territories to Ukraine. Vladimir Putin is threatening nuclear weapons and has announced mobilization. It's meant to scare, and that's nothing new. There is currently no direct military threat against Estonia, and we should not be discouraged. On Thursday, the government decided to invite 2,861 reservists and defense allies to the additional training camp OCAS 2022. We have done such exercises in the past and will certainly do so in the future. This year's OCAS has the distinction of being the largest gathering we've ever organized. Wait, wait, wait. 2,861 reservists. I hope they have more actual people. So. I thank all the families whose mother, father, brother, sister, sons, or daughters will help strengthen our defenses in the coming days. And I thank all the employees for their understanding. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so Russia will attempt to divide our society. It's possible that hybrid types of attacks, like cyber attacks, I ask you to be ready and calm to face difficult situations, such as possible temporary power outages. I call as bullshit... Because your power outages won't have shit to do with Russia. It'll have shit to do with the fact that you gave a goddamn energy away and decided you wanted to be powered by Russia and then pissing their fucking Wheaties, you jackass. All right, anyhow. The armed forces of Finland and Lithuania are also on alert. Finland is closely monitoring the situation in neighboring Russia after Russia Russian President Vladimir Putin announced partial mobilization. Regarding the areas around Finland, I can say the military situation is stable and calm. Stable and calm, stable and calm, stable and calm. Everybody keeps fucking saying that. You're not stable and calm if the motherfucker's threatening nuclear weapons. I'm just saying. Our army forces are well prepared. Do they fucking have radiation-proof fucking body armor? Nah, motherfucker. Yeah, no, at the same time... Off iodine tablets. <laughs> Wait, I have a story about that. Anti-radiation tablets are distributed in, in Poland as hundreds of Russians tried to flee into Finland, who denies that ever happening. But more importantly, Poland is giving orders that make it sound like they're already, already in martial law. Really? Yep. Not only that, but the Russian Duma speaker says that the West doesn't stop arming Ukraine. They will put, they will force them to take actions. American satellites and missiles are for military operations, and Ukrainians are assigned the role of consumables. This comes as Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov warned yet again the United States risks becoming a combatant in the Ukrainian war. They're not foolish. They sit here and they just did a prisoner exchange yesterday in which they switched out fucking Americans for Russians. I know that they were volunteers, supposedly. But there's video, there's, there's video. Because apparently Americans always look for the cloud. <laughs> so they film themselves because they're stupid. Since Russia began its special military operations inside Ukraine, it's repeatedly cautioned warned outside entities that risk military attack if they interfere. 
One wonders how long it will be before Russia decides they've all had enough. What, what happens? Uh, the 22nd. Oh, well, according to, to TikTok AI, it's supposed to end the world on the 24th in nuclear blast. So hey, 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 <laughs> I made that prediction first. I wasn't going to blame you for the. I, I was giving. Oh yeah, a, okay. Let's blame. let's blame the AI. Yes. <laughs> it's the TikTok AI. No, no, no. Fuck that. You already wanted it, so you know, take the heat. <laughs> okay. So, all right. I'll just get blamed. Fair. So they see her, and there is around Finland, stable and calm. They're on high alert. Lithuania is on high alert. It's increased the readiness of its armies. Uh, How in many order. Does Lithuania have like fifty? I don't fucking know. He's fucking tiny. Well, they're more worried about now. Remember. They border Russia and Kaliningrad, which is part of Russia. So they got got it on both sides. Yeah. I'd rather be dressed in baloney armor and go kick a fucking rabid lion in the ballsack than be in that position. So, am I echoing? I am mm-hmm. echoing. Okay, much better. All right, so since the announcement of mobilization of 300,000, the official announcement, 10,000 volunteers have signed up in the first day. Right? Right. However, it's not actually 300,000. Apparently, there was a paragraph. That was blocked out. And it's been leaked. And it's not 300,000. It's a minimum of a million. Hmm. And Muscovites who uh, are conscripted will receive 50,000 rubles a month. And I think that's like $3,500. And compensation if they die will be $3 million. But if you don't want to fight, just so you know, Russian international businessmen pay gold to leave the country. They Mm. paid 11,560 pounds for a non-return ticket. Like pounds of gold? No, pounds in terms of basically $11,560 for a non-return ticket. Uh, One you way. About, you said something about gold, and then you said pound. Uh, yeah, that's like pounds. ten that's ounces like, of gold. That's like geez. ten ounces of gold. Damn, so it's ridiculous, right? That's five thousand Russians fled the border, right? That's why they shut everything down. People right. are like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> Oil jumped 3% because of that. Okay, that's enough of that one. Let's go to the next one. I'm trying to get through it as fast. Oh, the Ukrainians shoot down a Russian KA-52 alligator helicopter with American weapons. Yeah, not a, not a big issue. Uh, let's see. NATO analysis and generals parliament mobilization not enough. Russia needs to replace forces. Yeah, that's why it's not 300,000, but actually a million reservists are in arms right now. Recruitment centers are flooding. Right? Duma speaker, the head of the Russian state, you know, like our Senate, right, calls on uh, MPs to go fight because they are fighting NATO forces. They called their military police up? No, no, MPs is a prime minister or like uh, the senators. Ah. Parliament members or whatever it is. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, North Korea denies selling arms to Russia, but the U.S. disagrees. Yeah, let's just fucking pick. Let's just pick, yo. Let's just uh, fucking pick a fight with North Korea, too. Just imagine two short years ago, we had a president unescorted cross across the demilitarized zone to shake hands and walk into the North Korean building without any bodyguards and walk right back out. And now the motherfucker Kim Jong-un is selling nuclear weapons. Sorry. I'm not allowed to say nuclear weapons. Are selling weapons or ammunition. Quality. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't know why we'd be surprised, but what I'm uh, is it? How many North Koreans are in the in Russia right now? Is it three hundred thousand? I think it was a hundred thousand of theirs and three hundred thousand of. 300,000 Chinese, yeah. Okay. Now, don't forget, I know that people have forgotten this because it's old news like it happened last month and so much shit has been thrown at them. Don't forget, there's a million or 800,000 Chinese in Canada and there's a million Russians in Venezuela and in Costa Rica that, that, you know, South America area. Let's not forget that. Oh, and Venezuela opened up their prisons to send all of their prisoners here. So, so have you uh, have you ever read *Man in the High Castle*? Uh, no, but I did do the YouTube summaries of the TV show. Okay, so I watched all six seasons in fifteen minutes. Uh, probably better that way. But so the basic it's based off a book and the basic gist is that America actually loses the war and it's America gets split between the Russians, the Chinese, the Japanese and somebody else, uh, Germans. And then you've got the, the turncoats in the, in the middle. But I, I'm sitting here. Every, the more we learn about how many people are around us, I keep going, shit. <laughs> we're gonna, it's not going to be Red Dawn. It's going to be man in the high castle because we're going to be too busy fucking with each other. To, to actually hold them off. Yeah. I'm looking for Iran. Because that is important. Something just happened. Iran is on fire. U.S. Israel's last chance to topple Kamani Amini uh, detonated a bomb. At the foundations of Iranian Kurdistan. Uh, the situation in Iran is critical as unprecedented angry protests peaked after the t- death of a 22 year old Masha Amini from Iranian Kurdistan who was abducted in Tehran by religious police for not wearing the hijab correctly. Iran is in the sixth day of the women's revolution with a women's movement against the hijab opening the gates of hell. Cities and universities are at the center of mass protests against the regime. The next few days are critical as what is happening in Iran is reminiscent of the Arab Spring. That's not good. It is given that the U.S. and Israel will rush to take advantage of the bomb that has been detonated to the foundations of the Iranian Kurdistan and is spreading throughout the country. It may even be their last chance to overthrow the Islamic regime from within before the Israeli attack on the nuclear facilities. Hey, guys, we're not supposed to announce that we're going to attack the nuclear facilities. I mean, we all know it. We just don't fucking say it. So (laughs) It's like that situation where everyone realizes I'm going to be the jackass. We just don't tell them I'm going to be the jackass and you have plausible deniability. Fair. Or we all know that Biden is going to get us nuked. We just don't admit it to ourselves because we want to sleep. But there's a difference, though. We all know that Biden's about to shit his pants. And we all say that one. Yeah. Because that doesn't get old. Okay, you know what? I actually went back and rewatched the entire speech again. Because yeah. apparently I'm a I'm a masochist and and just had. You could literally tell there is that one second where it just 
snaps, and that medication wears off in an instant. Yeah. <laughs> that or he suddenly got some static feedback in the in the headphone. The earwig. I think you're right, by the way. About well, you you said that one of your uh, one of your conspiracy theories is that they're setting him up either to uh, say, "Look, this dude's insane," and activate Article Twenty Five or whatever it is. Okay, I right. Because I was watching that and I started listening to some commentators and 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 other senators and stuff, and they're all going, "It's just not how America feels." I was like, "Well, what the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah, what Russia. When Russia's like, hey, guys, um, maybe we need to, like, like talk about the the actual shit that's about to happen. And Putin just goes, I will nuke your shit. <laughs> and the rest of the world's like, yeah, we believe you. So. I believe him. <laughs> so when we talk about the new crazy. stuff, right, I'm going to sit here and. While we're talking about the important stuff, right? The stuff that matters. I want you to know why import, how important it is for, for you to realize that there is a, normal, uh, a normalcy bias, right? That, that people don't want to be hit with the real news and they are easily distracted. Let me read you some of the headlines from DailyMail.com and then we'll do the Daily Wire. One is a liberal English rag and the other one is the Daily Wire. And I would use something in on the left in America, but it's always Trump, 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 Trump. And if I just tell you Orange Man bad, I have covered every news story that hits CNN, uh, MSNBC. Uh, well, not entirely. There are some actual stories that I want to point out if they come across. But uh, And we'll talk about those. Yo, like uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, wants to outlaw uh, diesel trucks. Well, I guess why? They already don't have enough trucks to transport wait, wait. shit. Do you want to guess why? Because he doesn't want people transporting shit? I don't know. No, okay. They want to ban diesel trucks. You know, the stuff that moves freight. Right. They want to ban diesel. Do you know why they want to ban diesel? No. They want to ban diesel... Because it's slavery, or it's it's to combat racism. <laughs> I, kid, I kid you not. <laughs> well, yep, I, they, find, they find out they couldn't they couldn't use diesel to make fire bombs, and they got mad about it. How the fuck is diesel? <laughs> because they build the trucks. They build the, the trucks in the factories and where people load and offload happen to be in poorer communities. And take away their only form of income. Yeah. Yeah, because uh the the agenda of racism is way, way, way more important than uh than you know making a living or actually making sense. Just all right, ready for the headlines? This is from the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail. Uh, this is their homepage, so I'm not choosing a category. I may choose a category if I don't get it to anything that matters to America. Ready? Main headline: Furious Prince Harry snubbed dinner with King Charles and William at Belmoral after bust up when monarch banned Meghan from joining grieving royal family at Scottish estate. The day the queen died, causing the duke to miss his flight. That's a whole lot of words. Too bad I didn't hear any of them that gave a damn. Special master gives Trump's legal team just eight days to hand over proof the FBI planted evidence when they raided Mar-a-Lago. Okay, that one's interesting. Gwyneth Paltrow's essay on turning 50 and owning her mistakes. One of those be the plastic surgery? I have no idea. United Airlines grounded 25 Boeing 777s after failing to check their wings days before flight from Newark forced into emergency landing due to a hydraulic issue. 
<coughs> I don't know about you, but it seems like doing your pre-flight checks kind of fucking important. Uh, I'm not fucking flying. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with the fact that the magnetosphere is failing and you're getting a higher dose of harmful solar radiation. So Next story. South Korea's President Yoon is caught on hot mic calling the U.S. Congress fuckers who could humiliate yeah. Biden if they don't pass six billion U.N. aid President promised during the U.N. speech. Kanye West absolutely has political aspirations. It says God had him fall on the sword in 2020. Rapper vows to cure cancer with fresh air and food and make Yeezy the busy, biggest firm in the world. Cost of heating homes is set to spike by over $177 per month as average price leaps by 17% compared to last winter. Bidenflation and Russia's brutal invasion of Ukraine batter American po pockets. <coughs> okay. Allow me to allow me to to say something. Okay. Biden does not get to take credit when prices go down and then blame it on Trump and Putin when they go up. You want the credit for when it goes down? Not even a good down. Just not fucking $5 a gallon. Right? You don't get to take credit for they've went down 90 days in a row. Yeah, but you jacked them up to $5 to go down. You're still over a dollar more than it was when Biden or when Biden took office. All right. Next one. Genetically engineered herpes. Uh, we don't need to read that one. All right. Uh, Hamptons hit and run driver 20 could finally get checked in jail for 90 days for mowing down an 18-year-old in a deadly crash to Siam flies six feet into the air and lose his shoes. Where was this? Oh, it's in England. Never mind. <coughs> Riverdale star Ryan Grantham, I don't know who that is, I assume that people in the audience know who that is, is jailed for life for shooting his mom in the back of the head as she played piano and threatening to kill Canadian PM Justin Trudeau. Did she threat? Oh, I got to click on this story. I'm sorry, guys. I know this doesn't matter, but... Uh, that's, a, that's a rabbit hole I wanted to know, too. It's like, wait, who, who said they were going to kill the PM? Was it him or her? He was going to do it. He killed her to save her from witnessing his assassination attempt. There are easier ways of doing that. Second degree murder in Canada comes with a life sentence. The only thing his lawyers could dispute was when he could get parole. Never? It's in Canada, and you threaten to kill their leader, so I'm sure there's going to be some consequences. <laughs> right? Isn't that how that works? One would hope. Uh, let's see. Johnny Depp is in the news. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is in the news. Uh, I don't care about any of this stuff. Three-year-old Afghan girl who survived a suicide bombing vanished from Texas playground without a trace nine months ago after her mom took her eyes off her toddler for five minutes. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Man 63 found dead inside of a kettle cooker at Lasande Papa's processing plant in New Jersey. The makers of Apple and Eve juice. Political aspiration Kanye West. Uh, Hunter gone wild. Tell me this doesn't drive you crazy. 
They have a new video. Unhinged videos show the president's son dancing shirtless, sipping, slipping down a water slide naked, and entertaining hookers at a debauched pool party where he is being held. Right, right. They, 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 they got him separated in Malibu. Right. Do you know how much they cost per night? Four thousand one hundred forty dollars per night. Keep laughing, you're paying for it. Just saying. The the even the Daily Mail is calling for uh uh Biden to probably leave after he gets lost walking off stage after a UN speech to the Global Fund. Right? He he like wanders around. They're they're thanking him for his speech, right? And he gets lost walking off stage. He has to ask the crowd how to leave. President of the United States, people. I don't give a shit about Adam Levine. I know that there are people on TikTok who do. I just do not. Right? I don't get the attraction. Doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so that's the lefties, right? Okay. In in Britain. Right? Now let's talk about what we have in the United States. On the right. Biden's military. Forget using terms like mom or dad used to woke substitutes instead, Air Force cadets are told. That's one. We simply have to step back. The realist approach to war in Ukraine and America's European allies. At least they mentioned Ukraine and the stepping back, right? DeSantis mm-hmm. takes new action to combat influence of China and other hostile nations in Florida. So DeSantis is doing his job. GOP senators press the FDI on puberty blocker risks as Sir Matt Walsh exposes the Vanderbilt Transgender Clinic. Trudeau comes to the help of American women in getting them access to abortion. They'll let you crawl, fly across or jump into Canada to kill your job. Congratulations. Evil. Shannon Osborne reveals what she wanted to say when co-hosts accuse her of racism on the air. California announces Office of Gun Violence Prevention. Right. Uh, Newspaper ads trolling Martha's Vineyard. Uh, So that, you know, and then the, the Kanye story. And of course, they have mentioned the... The the main story is the uh, 18-year-old in North Dakota. The 18-year-old in North Dakota who was run over by a 41-year-old man who, who ran him over, left the scene, came back, and called the police. Here's some startling facts that you may not be aware of that have slowly crept out through the past couple of days. One, he was released within 24 hours on $50,000 bail. Two, had he not left the scene and grabbed the kid and took him to the hospital, that kid would still be alive. And three, it is never okay to use the death of someone without the family's permission. Fucking facts. As a political ploy. So, Jack Posobiec posted a video on Twitter. Now, when we sit here and we jump on the left, whenever there's a mass shooting, whenever there's something bad, we jump on them and say, how dare you use the death of people to further your agenda? I'm going to play a video You can just hear the audio, but tomorrow when we do the live on Twitch, right, 
I will play the actual video. Here's the audio. Now, um, they took the child's face. I know he's a young man, but he's 18, and he's to me, a he's a child. Right? They took his face, and then they animated it and put a voice over it. I'm going to play it for you right now. I can't believe this is how I ended up dying. I was just out with my friends, having a good time, and then this crazed man comes along and kills me because I'm a Republican. It's just not fair. I was so young and had so much left to do, but now I'm gone, and the media monster that created this man is getting away with it scot-free. He says he was afraid of us coming to get him, but we were just a bunch of kids out having some fun. This shouldn't have happened to me. Nobody deserves to die like this. I agree with the sentiment. I disagree with using the family. Using the victim to push a political agenda. If we disagree with it when the left does it, we need to fight against it when the right does it too. Uh-huh. Even if you agree with the message, right is right and wrong is wrong. Now, the the mainstream media is virtually silent on it because it doesn't fit their agenda. Right? It actually goes against their agenda. They want to see and it, it damages the it damages the the uh, belief that um, it damages the belief that uh, what you call it. It damages the belief that um, you have these people uh, that the that the right are violent extremists and that the left are just goodwilled hippie people, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna play a couple of videos that I have looked up, and we're gonna see how well this works. Uh, hold on, I have one on my phone. I gotta transfer over, but. While I do that, we're going to do these. Here we go. Uh, Let's do share screen. Let me know if you can hear this when I start it. I have a couple of them, so. What everyone is looking for. That is not the right. What I couldn't accept, though, was that, okay, that is not what I put. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They. Recently, we had a gentleman who was a pro-Trump supporter by the name of Antonio Foreman. We call him Tony. He was attacked after attending a pro-Trump rally down in Southern California and was stabbed nine times. He was found in critical condition in the hospital. And unfortunately, this is starting to become a hard fact that we as conservatives, Republicans, even as moderates, have to deal with this day-to-day out in the streets. You know, and actually, I had a guest on earlier this week that was talking about that and saying that the liberal media has just not covered that story. And that person's, you know, life is still in danger, as you just mentioned, stabbed, because they had a Trump bumper sticker on their car. I think this kind of stuff is just getting out of control. But um, anyway, Utah Congressman Jason Chaffetz uh, received a threatening voicemail after the shooting. I want you to listen to what, here, what, what happened to him. Hey, Jason Chaffetz, I suggest you pair up your air for the battle, mother in the apocalypse, because we're going to hunt your down, bump her up around your neck, and hang me from a lamppost. Uh, how concerned are you about violence? Very. Uh, it's, it's like regular, unfortunately. When we were at, we went to Berkeley, uh, yeah, we got a small taste of that ahead of time as well, both online, uh, both of us talking to people on the streets. Um, some people do oppose it on the left side, but there's this strong, growing radical group that are just way too far to the left, way too hostile towards Americans, and way, very, very hostile towards Trump supporters. And they don't know how to control themselves, and the media is not telling them to tamper it down, so they continue to strike out. All right. 
And we'll do this. We defend those who serve and protect. We deplore any call for violence. And unfortunately, that's not true in the Democratic Party. Don't believe me? Here's a quick reminder. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. You get out and you create a crowd, and you push back on them, and you tell them they're not welcome. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. Get up in the face of some Congress people. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. And then you have Tim Ryan from Ohio says, it's time to kill and confront the MAGA movement. Right. He wasn't even trying to hide that one. No, over and over and over again. It's been, it's been calls for violence and people want to know why I say we are in a war. We are in a war and people need to stop acting like it's any fucking different because your survival depends on whether or not you win. So let's talk about tribalism. Now, now tribalism is just one, you know, probably the oldest use of the term. But you may know it, uh, our audience may know it as several other terms. Dehumanization or othering. We've seen it all throughout history, time and time again. These people are different than me. We see it in sports fanatics. My team can do this and I can justify the attack right? from my team because your team is bad. Right, the Jews were the scapegoats for thousands of years, but most notably, right, comes to the uh, the the Holocaust uh, in America. Right, we had the dehumanization of the blacks during the slave trade, but more recently, the Japanese internment camps, the German internment camps during World War II. Now you can justify it. But words always start the process, which is why when the rhetoric gets dangerous, you know that you're treading dangerous ground and tribalism has reared its ugly head. Now, there's a good side to tribalism, but we're talking about the negative side. The good side is, is that humans are tribal creatures, right? It's how we, we uh, protected ourselves against other people who wish to do us harm against the environments how we fed each other it's how we you know it, it's how we helped raise our young and grew as a society right is that tribal basis but with the internet we have a very unique situation we have your voice instead of it being located within your general area now it's as far as the internet and 5g can take you Right, for you us, can multiple countries in Europe. Uh, not to mention Africa, Australia, New Zealand. Fucking Kiwis, I love you. <laughs> so, so we sit here and we have a voice that can travel all over the world, which is why words matter, right? Now, now I know we play the whole sticks and stones may break my no bones, but words will never hurt me, and I still stand by that statement. But we need to be intricately aware that words dehumanize when you start to see your when you start to see someone who disagrees with you as your enemy just because they disagree with you now i'm not talking about ideological differences with somebody who's tried to kill you all right let, let, let's be let's be fair right Look, we're not talking yeah there's where my statement at the beginning before we got into it is justified because they literally called for our death. Well, I mean, you have the you know, when when the Democrat uh, shooter, the Bernie Sanders supporter, tried to wipe out one fifth of the members, uh, Republican members of Congress. That was an issue, right? When now, see, they want to bring up January six all the time. Oh, January six, January six. Yeah, it was 6th. one of Look, us that got shot. There is there is a reason. 
that they need to focus on just one. Because they happen so far and few between that they are memorable. Now, do that with the left. You can't. Like, uh, let's give it for the last week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Just you got that guy down in uh, the guy down in Florida that was stabbed multiple times. You've got the guy that was run over in North Dakota. You have people calling for our deaths from Congress. Yeah. You That's also funny. have you also have senators that just in the last couple of days said we should pull the military bases out of red states. Yeah, because I believe you can win a war with dildos and bongs. I'm just saying. That's why they want to pull the military bases out of red states. But no, see, and there's where, you know, I know we, we've had disagreements on, on some of my hardline stances, but that's why I'm so why I say there's no peace to be had. And that's why I say it's a war and, and you're fighting against people who like, I am one of these people that you could believe what you want. Leave me out of it. Right. Believe what you want. Do what you want. I don't care. You have that right. But when you cross over and start to control my life and threaten my life, you are now my enemy. Okay. And that's what they have literally done. And especially like in the last couple of weeks, you could really see it where they've actually called for our, our death, our, our arrest, saying we're subhuman. It, remember this about Hitler. Hitler was not a warrior. Hitler was not was not some artist that was worth anything. He failed at that. But what Hitler did use were words. And he was charismatic enough and formed the words well enough that he literally, through words, directed the entire hatred, pain, and suffering of a nation and galvanized it into hatred towards one particular group he was willing to sacrifice. And they became one of the most feared military powers in the world of that time in a couple years. Words. So you're right. Words matter. You're done justifying dehumanizing the other side? I'm not dehumanizing them. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Relax. <laughs> it was a joke. No, no, but we don't have to go that far back in history to see that it's already been, it's already happening in the United States, right? It started with, it started with the unvaccinated. Don't you care? Don't you have any empathy? You're a moron. You just need to put it on. It got to the point before everybody went, fuck it, I'm done. And people started to die from the vaccine, right? It wasn't until that point, right? They up until that point, they were literally calling to lock us up, to threaten to force us to take the jab, and if we fought against it, to eliminate us. The unjabbed, a pox, Brandon claiming that there would be a dark winter of death and destruction. That's this year, by the way, but it doesn't have anything to do with vaccination status, just saying. So you sit here and you have that. And then after January 6th, it was Christian nationalists because they had associated the people who were hardcore Trump supporters with Christians because you had a bunch of spiritual leaders, which I think was planned at this point to cause that twisting, right? The American flag around the cross type thing. Mm -hmm. They created a Christian nationalist. And now if you, even if you are atheist, pagan, you know, don't give a shit, right? And you still side with Trump, you're labeled as a Christian nationalist. They just made a group and they dehumanize it. Look at the stories that are coming out about anti-Christian, right? They don't have to sit here and target you specifically. And a lot of people who are pagan are like, I don't give a fuck, but they're still going to label you a Christian nationalist, whether you like it or not, right? Now it's the MAGA people, right? And they're blending MAGA and Christian nationalists again, right? So that they can use terms like nationalist so that they can 
convince their their followers, the people who blindly consume the media but don't go deeper than the fucking headlines. <laughs> They're Nazis. Yeah. They're Nazis. They Nazis. See, nationalists. White nationalists. Christian nationalists. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? What? The Democratic Nationalist Convention. <laughs> it's Democratic National Convention, not nationalist. No, 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 but... no, 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 no. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna adjust it. They co-opt and change phrases all the time. My turn. Mine fits better. Fair. <laughs> so let's let's talk about it. now. This is something that me and you disagree with. You are okay with declaring the left your enemy, right? Regardless. Right, because they have made, and I'm not talking about your normal run of the mill Democrat walking down the street type of Democrat. I'm talking about the ones in the limelight, the one that want to sit here and go, if you're a Republican, you should be jailed. Right, you're unfit to run for office. You're you shouldn't own a gun. Those types of of uh-huh. radical leftists. Right. Now, I would like to bring up a certain scenario which you would work with those types of people. And it's the name of a band that starts with a T and ends with a T. And I don't mean titty. Or no, that's a Y. Tit. No, trapped. That's it, trapped. Let me be honest with you. I would stand side by side with the fucking devil. If it meant fighting pedophiles, groomers. And protecting our children. So there are grounds in which you will work with even the extreme leftist. Because you don't dehumanize. Right? Now, I will give you shit that sometimes it feels like you're trying to sit here and pick a fight because you just want to pick a fight, right? But at the same time, and you don't deny it, right? We all nope. admit <laughs> tears. We all, we, all admit, we all admit that tears an asshole. Yay. Okay. We all agree on that point, right? Right and left comes together. Tears an asshole. Universal truth. Got it. So. The difference between you and somebody who is rabid one side or the other. And we know people on both sides, right? That will sit here and no matter what, no matter what the other side is doing, they're always opposed to it. Trump could cure cancer. And they would still hate him and they would hate the cure. Right. And we saw that happen with the jab. When he came out with the jab, they were like, I'm not taking it. But the moment the Biden is in office, everybody needs to get the jab. Right. You know, what's funny. I what? don't have a lot of good to say about JFG. Right. I don't. Right. But I will say one thing. He did point out because I don't give a fuck if Trump gets it himself and offers me a million dollars. I'm not taking the jab. There were people that would stand by that principle. Not not good principles, but that principle. I think that's the difference. I don't dehumanize until you stand across the battlefield from me. At that fair. point, you put cordwood to stack. Fair, fair, fair. I'll give you that. Uh, I will. I will give you that. I was going to say that you don't dehumanize. You sit here and you see them as your enemy, and there's a difference, right? Okay. Like you don't dehumanize. You do tribalize, right? This is my tribe. And this is what we believe. These are our standards. We can disagree on certain, but there are core tenets in which we believe. And if you agree with those, fine, fuck it, good, great. Right? But we can still disagree on minor points. Right? But at the same time, if you stand over there and you oppose the shit, you are my enemy. You're a totally different tribe. And I'm going to fucking take over your tribe. There's a difference between that and dehumanization. You don't see them as less than a human, right? Now, let me clarify, because you're going to get upset if I just spout out what popped in my head. Here's how this works. If they stand on the other side and they can present their arguments, even if you disagree with them, even if their worldview is different, you will still see them as human. If the the ones that go... CNN told me. Ah! CNN told me. Ah! Then you see them as fucking animals, and they're not with your time. Then you do he dehumanize them. 
That's that whole go to the kitty table. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that has grown now, so it's not just go to the kitty table. It's like you can go to the kitty table, dismiss. Children are to be seen and not heard. <laughs> so so, oh God, okay, so, so I get that. So that one's a little dehumanization. <laughs> So there's a difference between like, I, I agree that there's a difference between me seeing someone as my enemy and me dehumanizing them. I will not dehumanize anyone until they stand across the battlefield from me. At that particular point, they stand against me. They are in my way. If you are my enemy, I can still respect my enemy. Like let's take a look. Uh, me and Good Trouble are both. You know, I don't like Good Trouble. I think his politics are shit. Right? I think his social politics are shit. But he and I have had a conversation back and forth in Trap's comments, making fun of Trap, because we both believe in one particular thing. Children are off limits. Fair. Now, he is still my enemy. Well, that's what I mean. There are, there are enemies that you respect, and then there are enemies that are just fucking fodder. That's the dehumanization versus you're my enemy thing. And that, that's a nuanced conversation that somebody who watches your TikToks is going to be like, no, he's just a dick. <laughs> that too. I'm not for everybody. Like, okay, somebody says, did you wake up and choose violence this morning? It's like, I wake up and choose violence every morning. It's just how much. I hey, 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 hey. Leave Twinkle Toes out of this. Ah, Twinkle Tits. Where's he at? He didn't jump in the live. I was wait, or he didn't jump in the podcast. I was waiting. I told him I was going to share all the articles in English. I translated them for you from Ukrainian and and fucking Greek for him. Can no. I say something? What? Like I learned to read a little Cyrillics, but then I look at the Ukrainian script. I'm like, what the fuck? My <laughs> looks favorite like, looks like somebody took spaghetti and just threw it at a board. <laughs> My favorite is when Google Translate translates some of the Greek, right? right? And it doesn't recognize V's in the Cyrillic alphabet. It tries to convert. So, or J's, apparently, from Greek to English, right? For Because it does J period Biden. It never just J. It always converts it to T. And uh, what's the other one? Putin, it's not V Putin, it's B Putin in every single one. I think it's hilarious. But all right. What do we want to say about tribalism? Tribalism is bad, but it's necessary. <laughs> no, tribalism with it like anything within moderation, within logic and reason is a useful tool. The problem is when you have the masses that are brain dead and they've been taught how you know what to think instead of how to think. So they fall into and blindly follow any particular charismatic leader. And it's just as guilty on the right as it is on the left. That's when it becomes a problem because it's no longer really tribalism as much as it is just genocidal football. Yeah, that does lead to a lot of it. So I, I want to continue this topic on the live because I'm curious as to what other people think that's not just us. So I want to I, I want to bring it up then too. I want to show that video because there are certain hmm. people that got upset when they they politicized Uvalde, who have been surprisingly quiet about what they did with that with this one. And I want to get their opinion if I can get them to show show up. So. Uh, I'm going to end, let's end this episode and be ready for the live tomorrow on Twitch starting at 9 p.m. I will stay there as long as we have people watching. If not, eh, we'll, I'll save the recording and we'll make it a podcast sometime this weekend so that more people can get it. So with that being said, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say with that being said, thank you for joining us. And another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. Monday starts season seven. Can you believe that shit? Holy yet? shit. <laughs> How many episodes do we have? Uh, let's have, we hit, have we hit 200 yet? Let's see. Six times 30 is 180. 180. So right around that. Nice. Not bad. That doesn't count our lives because they don't count in our episode number. So, 
So yeah, we've we've done this over two hundred times. So I still love it. I yeah, still, still good. It. I want yeah. then let, let let's close on something that you said on one of our very first episodes. The airways are yours. Ah yes. And the air, yeah. The airwaves are free. Yep. Find your voice and use it, and talk hard. It doesn't matter if you agree with us or not. Find your voice. Speak out. The world is never a better place for censoring yourself. This is what they want. This is why when Alex Jones got censored, we were all Alex Jones for just a brief moment. When Trump got censored, we were all Donald Trump. When Mike Lindell had his phone taken, we all became Mike Lindell. And now they threaten us with censorship, being on lists, black or red flag laws, all of these things. They want you to censor yourself. Say fuck it. And talk hard. If the truth kills them, let them fucking die. Do not censor yourself because you're afraid you're going to get in trouble. Don't censor yourself. That is what they fear. That is what. That is what they fear. Because think about it. If their control was as great as they would make you think it is. They wouldn't need to fight so hard against us. They would just all make us go. <laughs>